I'd like to apologize to our listeners up front this week and to our guests, Brandon and Corey. I had some technical issues with the recording of the audio on this episode, and uh, the quality is not quite where I like it to be. Hopefully, you can look past that and still enjoy this episode. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Seatown Podcast, where Seattle business owners, entrepreneurs, and community leaders are invited on to share their stories with us. All right, today I'm joined by Brandon and Corey, the, uh, the co owners of Mystery Made here in West Seattle. Thank you for joining me, gentlemen. Thank yeah, you. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Um, so uh, I remember the first time I walked by Mystery Made when my office, you know, I moved it to, to this area and I was like, huh, that's interesting. Like, I wonder what they do. Um, could you tell us a little bit about, about Mystery Made, you know, how, how you got into what you do and uh, what you're all about? Yeah, we're, uh, we're basically a graphic design firm. Um, Corey and I uh, worked for years at, at K2 um, downtown doing working on snowboards. I worked at Ride Snowboards and he worked at K2 Snowboards. Uh, we spent uh, about a decade there um, developing snowboards and all the product associated with it. Um, and then we ended up um, leaving after a while and uh, going out on our own, starting a design firm. Uh, we started up small and um, basically branched out in the network that we had already established. And from there we we moved around West Seattle a little bit and um, ended up in this spot here in the Admiral Junction. Um, and now we've recently opened a shop in the front. It's a men's apparel shop. Um, basically we did that just, we had the room up front. Um, it's a, it's kind of a retail area. Um, we had some shoppers coming from PCC and all that. And uh, basically just decided to sell stuff that we like and have fun with it. We had a bunch of friends repping cool brands that we uh, are stoked on. and. Uh, so we do the graphic design business in the back, still do a bunch of stuff in action sports and wakeboarding, snowboarding, that kind of thing. We do a lot of branding and uh, we have a shop in the front, front for fun. Uh, it's about what we're doing. Cool. So, so how, how did you two get, get linked up? Um, you came from the same industry but different, different companies. Yeah, I think, uh, like Brand said, we both... Our background, um, we spent, like I said, 10 years at Ride and K2. They're all in the same building. So we kind of have maybe a internal um, kind of co-companies within the same, I don't know, same warehouse or same shop. But um, yeah, and then we decided to kind of go out and do our own thing, kind of where it was like. Yeah, K2 in the day, I mean, everyone, you know, K2 is a great place to work. Everyone there is like-minded, same age, and I think we all just ran the same groups, you know. We still do today. Still hang out with a lot of people that work there. And, sure. Um, still connected with everybody that we had back in the day, we hung out with back in the day. So Corey and I were friends outside of work. Uh, not so much inside of work. Didn't talk, you know, it's like two different brands doing the same thing. So. Sure, sure. Um, so, I mean, what, what, so how long uh, have you guys been doing this on your own now? We're up to five years, six years. Okay. And what was kind of the um, the motivation for, for for going on your own, you know, as entrepreneurs and opening your own small business? Um, Brandon kind of jumped ship a little earlier, like maybe a year before I did. But um, I was kind of when, when you're working for a place for so long, you kind of everything becomes pretty like um, cyclical, where you kind of repeat yourself. You're kind of doing the same thing over and over and sure. for for me personally as a designer as an artist I think it was fun to kind of um, 
you know, explore the unknown and uh, kind of take that leap of faith in yourself. Um, I never wanted to, I always wanted to do it, but it was kind of that motivation to say, um, hey, you know, like now's the time. I never want to look back and go 10 years, 15 years, go, damn, I wish I would have tried that, you know? Sure. And for me, it was, uh, Brandon had already done it. And, uh, you know, we'd, we've been, like Brandon said, we've been friends for a long time and, um, you know, kind of started the idea and kind of spitballing ideas and kind of. Yeah, I still remember the moment we were, we were out on a camping trip and Corey and I were sitting in this boat um, and we were like dreaming this up, you know, like dreaming about leaving and doing our thing. And we were like, man, I don't care if we design cereal boxes, you know, like, <laughs> like whatever, just got to do something different. I think, I think if any creative person, you're always like, um, thinking of new ideas and really want to expand your creative, your creativity. And, uh, we got a lot of opportunities in K2, which was great, but you know, there was, you know, you're still working with one logo all the time, one brand, and uh, we were just ready to do something else in design. I think designers are constantly looking for new product projects and that kind of thing. Sure. So, uh, you guys glad you, you made the leap? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Wouldn't change it. What, what do you guys love most about, about being able to call the shots and run your own business? I mean, I love just working with different people, getting to see the ins and outs of other businesses, um, getting to start things from the bottom up, you know, like getting to, like the guys down at the Nook that we helped out, you know, mm -hmm. they, they're just two guys trying to start something up and they came to us to get some help and, and that entrepreneurial motivation that they have is so attractive and contagious and it goes alongside a, a lot of our ideals. So um, I think that kind of thing, it's different stuff every day, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know who's going to walk in um, and ask to do a podcast with us. Or whatever, <laughs> sure, you know? sure. Yeah. It's like people walk in and we meet different people and and we, we're in charge of our own destiny so we're not trapped to one thing. You know, if we want to, you know, do t-shirt graphics one day or if we want to do a branding project on a corporate level the next, mm -hmm. you know, it's up to us to decide, you know. Sure. We're not being ruled in that aspect. Sure. Would you guys say your your main design bread and butter is still in the uh, outdoor athletic space, you know, snowboarding, wakeboarding, that sort of stuff? Or are you getting more kind of local small businesses coming to you for, for branding and I think, stuff too? Yeah, I, we do get we do get some, you know, walking clients um, with the shop um, and people come to us. But I think our our the niche we've kind of carved out for ourselves is obviously built on our experience and our reputation. Mm -hmm. um, through action sports, so the breadth of our clientele is still kind of in the action sports, whether it's snow or mm -hmm. wake or. Um, but we are. I mean, we do appreciate those those opportunities that walk in the door, doing a restaurant or, um, you know, things like that, where we have the opportunity to be creative, right. use kind of different parts of our brain, and and do more art direction and more creativity, but. Yeah, we've definitely got a niche in what we do in action sports. You know, we do sure. product lines, people. Um, we work with a lot of outside artists. So we have a pretty good network and understanding of commercial art and mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So, um, yeah. Sure. Now, you, you were doing essentially the same kind of stuff, you know, for uh, before you started this, you know, at a company. You're finding a lot of the action sport companies are still doing kind of their design and branding stuff in-house in or doing more kind of contracting it out uh, to, to guys like you? I think it depends on the company. I think some companies are set up one way and some companies are set up the other way. Okay. At least from my experience, you know, some companies, um, 
I've heard it said that people like to have um, outside designers work for them because it, it creates a diversity and a, a constant change going on um, with their brand, which is it's nice to have or it can be stagnant if you don't have that. Sure. At the same time, it's a lot cheaper to have in-house in people that are working for you. Um, but then those people also become complacent or they you know they burn out just like we did when we had to leave. You know? like, sure. it's like So it it's, it's just depends on the company, the way they're set up. Sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, when you guys uh, ended up going out on your own, what did you find to be the most challenging, most surprising aspect of starting your own business? Uh, well, I think jumping in head first, you know, there's a lot of firsts. And, uh, you know, us realizing that, like, we, we had a pretty good understanding of, like, hey, we can bang out timelines and design. and But there's the whole back end, you know, that you don't see, you mm -hmm. know, doing the books and dealing with, you know, the extra hours that we're putting in, you know, managing the front retail space, like a lot of that takes up time and um, it's not necessarily that we don't like doing it, but it takes up time and takes things away from when we could be doing design and sure. things like that. Right. Yeah, I mean, as, right. as opposed to just doing design like you did before, now you've got you know, books yeah. and a retail space. and yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of moving parts. Sure. Yeah, like the Mystery Made retirement plan wasn't quite figured <laughs> out when we did this. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of those little things running in business. Luckily, luckily enough, you know, we have our wives to support us, mm -hmm. um, that kind of thing, which is great. But, uh, yeah, there's all those unknowns. And then just, just getting an accountant and getting bookkeeping figured out, that kind of stuff was sure. a learning lesson for sure. Um, <laughs> it's good. Yeah. I mean, now that we've done it, I feel like so much more confident that, you know, we can keep doing more of it. Or, sure. You know, You're not going to be audited and <laughs> well, hopefully. You know, and then, you yeah. know, also, I mean, when we, we first started, you know, Corey jumped ship with kids on the way, which is, mm. is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of, you know. Twin girls. Why would you yeah. do that, you know? But, uh, He's adventurous. But Likes the at challenge. the same time, it's that passion and that, you know, that drive that he wanted to do it that made it so special. And that's when you're hungry, you know. Like, yeah. And we always talk about it here, you know, we, we, we've been lucky enough to have enough, a strong enough network that we haven't done a lot of hustling, but um, man, when you're hungry and you're out there look, getting after work, that's when um, all sorts of new stuff comes along. And uh, sometimes you have to put yourself in the position to be hungry. You know? Sure. You have to like kind of take the leap of faith that things are going to be better. Right. And uh, that's what Corey did. <laughs> yeah. I still remember Brandon's like, dude, are you... Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, is, uh... and then we had another friend that jumped ship also from K2, um, Mark Fankhauser, and he came and worked for us for a couple of years too, and uh, he's moved on to different things, but, you know, he, he did the same thing. Get on the way, jump ship. It's just that same, it's that desire for more, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, I think it's, it's constant in all creative people and all designers, you know, we're inspired left and right by different things. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's a life mantra anyways, like just live, you know, we've always had this, we've had this saying going for a long time, that like get busy living, we put it on all our t-shirts and all that stuff, and, you know, it's it's really that, I, I as much as it, it's kind of cheesy in some ways, I, I still live by it, you know, I, I just think that, I don't know, and maybe that's just us, or we, we just get fidgety when things get stale, you know? Sure. Yeah, keep things interesting. Keep keep moving forward. But it's cool, like that that slogan is kind of like that breath of like also like not being so adamant about being stuck in your at your desk all day. It's like get out and 
do something creative, do something outdoors, get outside and kind of, I think that's why people like appreciate coming into our space too, where it's like, it feels like it's a little bit, you know, a Northwest, you know, cabin, or it feels like it's a little bit. Sure. Yeah, there's cold. that cliche saying, it's like, find what you're passionate about and then you'll never work again in your life or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's cliche, but it's true, you know, those things, sure. those things are true. Yeah. No, you're I, doing it, right? <laughs> sure. No, I, I find with myself and, you know, most, most small business owners that you know I know or I've interviewed, you know, on, on the, the podcast, it's you don't get that that same, you know. Oh, thank God it's Friday. Oh, it's Monday. Like now they they love working. Like they work all the time. Like they're building something. They're invested in it. It's not you know this which is a balance. This too, drag. Family, you know? It is. It's very challenging to actually have those boundaries and that balance. And you know you kind of <laughs> you're kind of grinding it out for a few years and hopefully get to a place where you can you know start having some. Normalcy, normalcy. In, yeah, you gotta balance uh, it out because yeah. you know, I'm always thinking about design and art and whatever, and it's you know, it's, it's not, it's not always healthy to bring that home. And, sure, you know, it's very hard not to though. Yeah, <laughs> it's very hard not to. It's, it's definitely sure. Now you guys were doing. Um, you know, design work uh, for a number of years before you opened the, the front retail shop, right? Well, tell me about kind of the, the opening, opening that, you know, kind of what people see when they walk by, you know? Well, one day um, I was driving here and we, so we're the kind of guys that sit around after a night of drinking and just are always coming up with ideas. Of, sure. You know, we're dreamers. Yep. And we kind of... Uh, That's great. I got, a, I got a good drink with you guys. <laughs> yeah. We, can, we don't have any money, but we can dream of ideas. <laughs> right. Anyhow, um, and so we're... I've just seen all these condos coming in. I mean, they're just tearing down buildings left and right. And we all know what Seattle's growing out of control. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of um, pretty wealthy people coming in. So we were just driving... I was driving in here one day, and um, we had been talking about opening a shop for the... We always want to, you know, run our own little apparel line or whatever out of the out of the front. That's what we designed. Mm -hmm. Ever since we got this space, we wanted to do that. We just hadn't had the gumption to do it. And so one day we just decided to do it. A friend of ours was in town who's a rep for the, a brand called Rourke. Um, and he came over and said, hey, man, you guys got plenty of room. You can do it. Mm -hmm. And his little kick in the butt, I think, sent us off on a tangent and... Uh, Next thing you know, we're ripping down walls and we're building up more walls and yeah. reaching out to brands and kind of our shops kind of created like brands said it's like um, we brought in kind of a curated few brands that we really like or yep. we're friends with here locally that uh, that we've known for a long time and they're willing to like help support us and not you know we don't have to bring in a ton of inventory they just want to like you know help us and we're helping them in the meantime which I think is kind of a really cool relationship where we're kind of spreading the love a little bit but sure. at the end of the day it's like it's a lot of it's local and a lot of it's kind of things that like Brent said we're into or um, it's an easy sell for us if somebody walks in the door we can say you know hey I wear that hat or you know I wear that flannel or I wear that jacket sure right we spend a lot of time traveling throughout the years too as um, creative directors kind of Vibe. We, we travel for inspiration to different parts of the world or whatever. And uh, and we spend a lot of time in shops just like this that are small, niche, niche boutique kind of sure. things. And um, I think inevitably after going into enough of those shops, you're always like, why don't we do one of these ourselves, you know? And uh, we've had a million ideas about how to do it. Mm -hmm. um, and, and this whole split business idea where, you know, we're, we don't have to completely 
depend on the retail sales to um, float float the business. Mm -hmm. You know, we're doing business in back, and we have enough time to you know get up and greet people and meet people. Um, I think that's that was a big part of it too. You know, we we spend a lot of time looking at trends and um, apparel. You know, all sorts of things just to progress where we're at um, as a design firm. Sure. And so to bring that in the front, you know, and, and, and also to create a little brand in front, you know, um, to be able to pour some of ourselves into something that's not for anybody else, it's just for ourselves. Yeah. Um, I think that's a lot of the customers that come in the shop vibe on that, and they, they, they would much rather buy stuff that we've made here, you know, unfortunately, you know, due to the production quantities and stuff, mm -hmm. we can make everything, but we, yeah. you know, we do our best to to create um, what we can and get it out there and then support the brands we like and, and a lot of the people that work in the with the brands that we that we like you know we, we do our best to work with our friends who either own these brands that we're selling or yeah. their the reps you know it's part of their life sure yeah i mean it, it it seems like a great opportunity just like excuse to be able to you know connect with the community and to be a, a great representation of of your guys' style you know like-minded people doing like-minded stuff 100 percent. you know i mean people, you want yeah people do come in and they say hey you know like we you know they're like they want to support that local sure. vibe and and i think we try and offer that as much as you can whether it's on a sale, like, you know, give people a discount on shopping local or whatever. I mean, that's definitely, like, part of our marketing pitch is, like, hey, you know, like, we, we're we not going to be the Amazon. We can't necessarily compete with that. Or when things get marked down, we, we are that, like, shop local, mm -hmm. save some money, like, try and get something, build a, build something, you know, that where people want to come back and want to support you. And, and I think with some of the, the things that we do, like, the, sh the the stuff that's local, the teas that we make local, like people support for sure. Sure. Yeah, and I feel like, um, and I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that disagree with me, but I, West Seattle needs some more stuff like this. You know, what I mean, they need more like niche, cool stuff. You know, yeah. um, you know, there's plenty of consignment stores to go around, and you know, there's a lot of the retail space that's coming available with these new buildings is too expensive to support. Right. Um, kind of like what we're doing. You know what I mean? So. I think if there's a push, you know, you know, if people start to see more of it, it's gonna be it's gonna be great for West Seattle. Mm -hmm. you, know, you go to Ballard and you're like, man, this is so fresh and cool. I'm not saying that West Seattle needs to be Ballard, but I'm just saying that like it sounds way. Like I, <laughs> I, I, mean, yeah, right. I mean, I just but the good I, and bad. Like yeah. I, going back to our travels, like you go to Brooklyn and stuff, and you're just like, this is so awesome. Like, they, like there's so many small little niche stores right. that are like cool. You know, yeah. like. And uh, West Seattle has got the people for it. It just hasn't kind of caught up sure. um, on the retail level. Yeah. So I don't know. That's we we and we do this every so often. We'll kind of scroll through the, you know, the junction. And, you know, there's only a few shops that you really want to go in. You know, half of them are sure. You know, old bookstores or um, yeah. We're trying to move to the junction. So anybody out there that wants to, uh, <laughs> rent us a space, that'd be great. Yeah. There's just the the. Like I said, we're trying to like infuse something cool for the neighborhood, something mm -hmm. cool that when you walk in, you feel the experience, you want to hang out, or um, you know whether it's sure. talk to one of us or just kind of you know hang out and get the vibe. But I think when we go through the junction, it's a lot of maybe old shops that have been there, you know, forever, and 
maybe aren't going anywhere either. So. Sure, yeah, there's not really anything like this. I mean, like like your business card says, you know, it's like the only dudes dude store in in West Seattle. You know, yeah. I mean, it's nothing really like this. So I don't even know how, necessarily where exactly that came from. That was. <laughs> I think Mark just wrote it on the the marquee up front, and then uh, people were vibing on it. And oh, we had it at the West Seattle Fest last year, and people like were literally walking up. See, I told you it said that. Like, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. like really? Like. Like it's kind of kind of cheesy, but it's like okay, well, if it's a if it's a, gets the gets the point across, you know. Yeah, it's something that we're known for. It's fine. And and we and honestly, we are the only dude shop. I mean, when we started this thing, my my good friend Sarah owns Coastal down on Alki, which mm-hmm. is a super killer surf kind of vibe yeah. shop. Um, and, and honestly, I was asking her permission before we started this. I didn't want to step on her toes at all, but you know, she's got covered for the girl stuff, and she's got guy stuff, and so. But for us to do just just men's specific stuff, I don't know. It, it, it fit. Yeah. People, and people like you like said, at the end of the day, like, you know, when at the time, like, two guys selling women's clothing just is not a good fit for us. Sure. You know? Yeah. It's not, it's not what you do. Why, why force it? Brandon trying to sell a dainty tape top is yeah. <laughs> not necessarily, like, I don't know. It doesn't fit. So I think the way we're doing it, it's honest. It's, you know, sure. it's approachable. When people come in, they like oh I get it you know it's easy to talk about you know yeah for us right well it's it's totally consistent uh, and compatible with the design stuff like you come in you're like okay I I can see what these guys do what what their designs gonna what their vibe is what their yeah, style totally. is yeah. yeah that's a good good point yeah. the look and the vibe is and the things that we bring in are like like we said it's things that we like and it's you know it's very northwest like sure. layering pieces yep. and hats and beanies and so it's yeah that's the idea we want to make we want to make stuff that you wear every day and, yeah. and that you don't need a bunch of it's not a fad you know sure and then uh, on top of that it's like we love antiquing and junk and you know like getting after like old vintage stuff mm-hmm. um, and that that shows a lot in what we collect and sure. you know, put in here sure we're crashing um, estate sales whenever we can and garage sales nice but finding old art yep. but, yeah yeah Okay. So before you decided to to start your own business, what what would you say is holding you back from becoming the entrepreneurs that that you guys are now? I think security, job security. Mm-hmm. Plus, like you know, we had kick-ass jobs at K two. We really did. Yeah. Same same with Mark. You know, like mm-hmm. we all had kick-ass jobs at K two, and K two is a killer place to work. They make great product. Um, we're passionate about winter sports snowboarding um and so i mean it's hard to leave that do you, yeah. you know do you guys just shut down the shop in the winter and go snowboarding in the winter <laughs> um, do, do you guys get a chance to get out much uh we do yeah i mean we okay. do we get the we're weekend warriors you know i always say that i take off weekdays and go shred but yeah. um, it doesn't happen as much as i'd like you know sure. and then we have kids too so it's Gotta take them to school. Gotta pick them up. Sure. Kind of thing. Sure. Um, yeah. Now, both of you live here in West Seattle, or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We've both been here for a long time. Yeah. yeah. So. 13, 14. Yeah. Years. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Very good. Um, what What would you say? You know, whether business or personal, you know, what the What's the best advice that you've you've ever received? Um, yeah, we were talking about this. I mean, you can you can take this away. I think. For me personally, in talking about maybe work, a work-related um, aspect would be like, um, was an, an, an old boss at K2 just was like, 
make a decision. You know, be that be that one. Be confident in the decision you're making. Um, you know, you're put in a position to um, make those make those calls. And if if you're making them, you're confident about it, and um, it's easy to move forward and not look back. You know, it's like um, you know, it was like literally eye opening when when I actually was like. You're gonna let me make the decision, you know? Yeah. It's cool, and then when you know, and then when you're someone else's boss, you can let someone else make the decision, and you know, like, and that empowers them to be more creative and more acceptable. But sure. that was kind of mine, probably one that stuck anyway. That you know, I enjoyed. So, yeah, best advice I've ever been given. I I don't I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say. I think going back to that, following your passion, put your passion in your backyard, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I truly believe in that in life in general, not just in business or whatever, but it's it's easy to fall into the mundane and it's harder to keep challenging yourself and keep it fresh and I think at the end of the day if you're if you're passionate about something then do it, you know what I mean? Sure. It'll work out. Yeah. Like it'll show, yeah. It'll work out. Like think people it's so it's so easy to chase money sometimes and security of of the known, where the unknown is actually where things progress and mm -hmm. new stuff happens. And I guess it's, I guess it's just yeah, that put your passions in your backyard, and follow your passions. Probably the best advice I've heard. Okay, good stuff. Easy living. There you <laughs> go. Living. Uh, what what, is, what did you say is uh, the, probably the biggest personal habit that that contributes to you to your success? I think I'm kind of a workaholic, so. Um, and I tend it's just going back to what we talked about earlier about bringing your passions home and trying to make that balance but um, I think overall that that um, constant curiosity mm -hmm. I guess it, it's not really a habit but <laughs> it's a characteristic it kind of yeah, go hand in hand yeah. you know like I'm always like a little bit non-content not content with everything <laughs> so yeah for me it's just yeah going back to like being that uh kind of always being that dreamer i think um having that ability to just always be wanting to create whether it's you know create a brand or create something you know on paper or whatever yeah. it's always like coming up with the next idea like how cool can we make it you know yeah. it's feel like it's an internal kickstarter that you're like Man, if I could just do this, well, you you can do it. You know, yeah. it's just that motivation of doing it. And uh, sure. And we, like Brand said, we we always are dreaming up cool things to do. It's just can we do it? And you know, and we did do it with this place, and it's you know, it's been super successful. But um, yeah, we work with a lot of engineers, and uh, sometimes the mentality is a little different. And I've had some of them. Sometimes. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> crazy, <dude. laughs> I've had some of them tell me like, you're. You know, like, what do you, what dreamland do you live in? You know what I mean? Like, this shit can't happen. You know, like, yeah. I'm like well, you know, that's what you pay us for. Like, we're, we're here to, to think out of the box, I guess. Sure. And, uh, and we do. So. Sure. Well, you guys are making it happen, yeah. So. It's not, yeah. I mean, I think we get shit done, too, but. Yeah. So, we're not always just dreaming and not fulfilling ourselves. <laughs> sure. You got to have the balance of yeah. uh, the visionary, but then you have to be able to plan it out and execute. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's another saying, right? It's like your uh, idea is only as good as the execution, right? Yep. 
things, you know. Very true. Do you guys have a specific internet resource or uh, application technology that you guys can't can't live without? I think on a design aspect, you know, like uh, we're constantly looking um, around the world and through the internet uh, at, to be inspired, you know, besides, you know, traveling to different parts, but um, even on like Instagram today, you know, like it's so awesome. There's so many times where I'm done Instagramming um, and I've jumped up and I just want to go make art or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, you, to see it on a daily basis. Sure. It's, it's, I think it's, you know, it's great in that aspect. It's, um, and it shows you that you don't have to, to be at a certain level to do, to do things. It's, it's almost more fun to watch somebody do it, start at nothing and create something, you know, mm -hmm. um, the process. So I'm not going to say that I'm addicted to Instagram. But, um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a place you go for, for inspiration. Yeah, it's, an, it's inspiring. Um, I love it because, you know, Facebook people get too tied up in their ideals. Where Instagram is more about just a simple picture and sure, much more visual, and yeah. And telling about the moment, you know, it's more <laughs> about the moment, not the, not the idealistic belonging that's going on. There. Sure. Yeah, it's a little, it's, it's a lot harder to be confrontational with a, with a, with a yeah, pretty a pretty picture or <laughs> nice looking design, you know. <laughs> right. And it's it's more likely you're going to be witty too, you know. I mean, sure. Put a little more conceptual thought into it. Um, yep. Or you just crashing on skis and we all get shits and giggles out. yeah so that's always fun to watch yeah. <laughs> right. yeah I think I agree I mean I think the internet it, any social media aspect for our for us is like that's where we're getting inspired or finding inspiration whether it's fashion or mm -hmm. music or um, you know like art I think those those are the avenues that play into what we do as designers sure and, uh, but there's a, yeah, I mean, like you said, there's a million of people out there and some small, some famous, but um, you can get inspiration kind of from all, any of them, small mm -hmm. or big. So it's pretty cool. Okay. Now, is your guys' uh, presence on social media pretty uh, pretty big or do you guys do more kind of consuming of uh, designs and inspiration and stuff? That's a hard one because I think we, we're at that point, like we're generally so busy in the back mm -hmm. doing the design thing that... There's times that our social media and our web presence um, kind of takes takes second second fiddle, I guess. Sure. Yeah, um, it's a full time job running a social media kind of thing. Sure. Um, yeah, and there's people that do and that. There, and there's a there's a point too where you like ask yourself, do you want to? I mean, do you want to put stuff on there that's not necessarily relevant to exactly what you're doing that mm -hmm. day? And that, that's where I sit, like on Instagram and stuff it's about the moment you know I want to make sure that what we're putting up there is real it's you know it's us mm -hmm. you know there's plenty of people out there using these social media avenues as marketing tools which is great you know it's free marketing it's good but at the same time um, you know I want people to notice that we're living life through our lens sure. you know what I mean so that, so that it's not just posting other people's photos or whatever. Sure. It's not just a marketing angle. Yeah, because yeah. we, I mean, no, I'm not going to say we haven't done that. We, we've done a little bit of that or we like, you know, have friends that are out there having more fun than we are and we want to post their photos, you know, that yeah. it kind of represents what the shop's all about and it represents what our brand is all about. But um, at the same time, like I said, I think people respond more to um, the reality of something they can connect with, whether mm -hmm. it's a small artist that you're like, hey, this is my first doodle ever. 
you know, and then you see them progress into like, hey, they're doing more and more, and then the next thing you know, they're having an art show or whatever. Sure. Something cool like that. Um, I think people see right through that stuff nowadays, and so I want to be smart about our social media and promote stuff, you know, like ever since we started the shop, first, you know, we're promoting our design firm. Well, mm-hmm. our design firm, we have enough clients that keep us busy, and we don't necessarily have to promote that. Sure. So now we have the shop, so the idea with our social media um, stuff is to it's basically, you know, to sell product or, or get people in here to talk to, you know. Sure. The best part of our day, hands down nowadays, is getting up out of off our desk and going to talk to somebody we never met before mm-hmm. that lives two blocks away and is buying something cool for their husband or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, that's... That connection to the, the neighborhood, it brings it back to the neighborhood where it's yeah. like... You have that connection when you know, they're not just walking in their shop, but you're seeing them at the grocery store now. You're seeing them at, yeah. you know, Freshies getting a cup of coffee or whatever, and you're like, "Hey, man!" And they're wearing, yeah, wearing a mystery maker shirt, or they're mm-hmm. wearing a Rourke jacket. I mean, it's, it's pretty cool to like see where you know yeah. those people are coming back or into the shop for that reason. I think. Sure. And these might be typical thrills for the people who work in retail, but we're not <laughs> we're not typical retail guys. You know, we're like sure. Retail's just, like a, a side thing for what no you guys do. We have no retail experience. Sure. So, so we're it's all new for us. And, uh, you know, we get a lot of vibe because yeah. we're not open all the time. Right. We've uh, we've made the choice to just be like, hey, we're going to be open when we're here because you know we don't have the volume of people walking in the door to validate sure. having a full-time employee that we have to pay that we just lost half the revenue that we made from anything we sold anyway. So it's like sure. there's no point in it. And I think some people appreciate it. I mean, I'm sure people that like went out of their way to come to the shop and were closed on a afternoon when they sh- we should be open mm-hmm. or pissed but it's like I don't know and going back to the social media thing it's just like you know I'd rather start Instagramming pictures of the people that we meet every day and make sure that people know that it's relevant to what we're actually doing you know then, then try to make some phony marketing plan which I like it going back I think it's fine to do that you know if you're trying to promote something right um, but I just don't think we need to we're, sure we're a small little shop yeah you know? I hear, I hear what you're saying. I mean, it's you can use this marketing, but you guys don't really need to grow that aspect of, of your business. And, and I think, you know, your point is is good. And I think more people need to kind of consider, like, every, everything you do takes time and should have a purpose. You know, like, if it's not fulfilling your purpose of, you know, growing the business or whatever, if it's more for personal fulfillment of this is what we're doing, it's what's inspiring me right now, like, that's a different purpose than marketing or growing, you know, trying to get new clientele or whatever. Well, I'll I'll do my best to uh, give you guys a break from your from your desk. I think I spend more time in this office now than I do my own office. So <laughs> <laughs> it's always it's always awesome coming in here. Um, so as we as we close out here, um, do you guys do you guys have a uh, maybe a piece of parting guidance for for our listeners? Yeah, I think take a leap of faith in yourself. You know, those the, if anyone was looking to start their own thing, start their own brand or company or. Um, you know, restaurant or whatever it is, it's like, yeah, have that faith in yourself, make that commitment to be like, hey, I'm going in guns blazing and, you know, I can I can do this. You know? Sure. It's possible, that's for sure. But, yeah, it's, it's possible. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Um, so what's, what's the best way for listeners to find out more about you guys, uh, you know, come in, check out, you know, what, what you guys are doing? In the- yeah, definitely come in and check us out or yep. just, you know, follow us online or... Check out our website, mystery.com. Sure. It's all there. Sure. You know, we, our design, we've 
chose to put our design firm portfolio kind of second tier to the shop now on our on mysterymade.com. So mysterymadedesign.com will go to our design stuff. Gotcha. Or there's links on our mysterymade.com. Sure. But um, but yeah, best way is just come in and hang out. And okay. then, uh, yeah, come come introduce yourself. You know, and we'll do the same. And I think get it, get that opportunity to like check out the space and see what we're all about. Hmm. Don't look at the hours on the door because there, there's no hours on the door. <laughs> may or may not be here. Sure. Yeah, right. It's part of the adventure. Yeah, I think generally we're students. Yeah, we're bankers hours. Yep. Sort of. So nine sure, to five, sure. Monday through Friday. Okay. Yeah, and, and the physical shop is uh, about two blocks south of of the um, Admiral Junction. So what what's the address? Two seven two seven California Avenue Southwest. All right, yeah. good stuff. So this place is going to be a they're tearing down the PCC and building huge buildings. So yeah. It's going to be changing this year quite a bit, but hopefully, you know, we'll hopefully. be here still. Yeah. Know. Hopefully for the better. Cross be fingers. Out. Who knows? Yeah. Well, well, we'll do what we can to get you space in, in the junction. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> send us a, an affordable space. <laughs> well, affordable. I don't know about that. But, <laughs> right, yeah. Yep. So cool. Well, thanks for your time today, uh, Brandon and Corey. Um, I'll hopefully get some some good uh, traction from from this episode. Awesome. Thanks so much. Yeah. Thanks All right. For having us. Yep. Thanks. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of the Seatown Podcast. Make sure to check out our guest website, support what they're doing, and show them some love. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the Seatown Podcast on iTunes, as well as take a moment to rate and review my podcast and share it with your friends. If you want to hear more episodes or find out more about the podcast, you can go to our website at seatownpodcast.com. That's S-E-A hyphen townpodcast.com. I'd also love to hear from you, the listeners, with any suggestions or feedback you may have for me or recommendations for guests to invite on the show. You can email me at christianharris at ctown.com. You can also find out more about me and other projects I'm working on by visiting ctown.com. Again, that's sea towncom Thanks for listening. <laughs>